22 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the Shop Stewards Corner here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, this evening, we shine a spotlight on the clothing and textile sector, which has uh, certainly been uh, uh, receiving a beating out in Guazulu Natal due to uh, some of the unrest that we saw and uh, the uh, looting, vandalism and the burning of uh, many manufacturing warehouse and uh, distribution units out in Guazul Natal. And uh, we also saw on the retail front here in Gauteng, similar type of scenes. And uh, yeah, the sectors expressed that thousands of jobs in factories are at risk. And uh, also uh, the uh, SACTU, a Southern African Clothing and Textile Workers Union, voicing deep concern about the serious damage that the recent looting in KZN and elsewhere has caused to workers and their families. I'm going to talk now to Ubabumbaliezwe Ngumalo, uh, who is uh, the Provincial Secretary of uh, Saktu, and uh, yeah, welcoming him uh, to the Shop Stewards Corner. Bob Zwite, let's uh, welcome you to uh, Metro FM Talk, and thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Baba, thank you. Good evening to you, and give good evening to your listeners. Thank you very much. No, let's maybe start off here. I mean, uh, you know, I had a chance today to, um, you know, have a brief discussion with you uh, out mm. in Mandeni. And uh, I guess, you know, that that's maybe a very good place for us to start. Talk to us about, uh, I guess, the damage that has been experienced in that part of the world, uh, which, uh, of course, is a historic sort of industrial site and uh, industrial estate, uh, you know, going as far back, I think, as the early 80s or late 70s. Uh, and a place where many of the textile investments in KZN are actually, you know, manufactured. Uh, and uh, talk to us about the experience of your members over the last few days or so uh, in the context of the unrest and, and some of the impact that that unrest has had on uh, that particular uh, industrial center. No, thank you very much. And, uh, and understanding what are they facing now, mm. knowing that some of them won't have a workplace and then they would not have a work from now moving forward and they wouldn't know when are they going to be employed if they are. Uh, given the reality that we are facing in South Africa of unemployment and when you look at that area of Imandeni, um, the rate of, un- of unemployment is so very high. When you look at that old woman looking at you and asking you, uh, am I going to work next week? And you have to tell him that no. And when you see that, those tears running down, you just imagine how much are we affected as a clothing union in that particular area. Mm. And uh, we are talking about two companies that were burned down and 13 that were looted. If I'm saying that they were looted, the machine, the, the linen, the fabric, and everything. Uh, were taken away, and we don't know when to, where to start to rebuild that uh, area. Mm. You, you know, uh, Bob Zwitter, what for me is quite unsettling, um, just about uh, the story of that part of the world. I mean, we heard that in 2016, the same thing happened. In 2019, the same thing happened. It's happened again now in 2021. Now, I don't want to draw a connection and, you know, for a second and say it's linked to the you know, elections in some shape or form. But it does seem that there's a recurring pattern here when there are issues at a community level. They spill over into the industrial park and some of the other issues are around the, I guess, benefit uh, for the community of having the industrial park there. What What are some of your views, I guess, as the, as the you know, clothing and textile workers union uh, yeah, about no, the, the recurrence of some of these events? Yeah. We cannot run away from that reality. But I think that we've ignored that part a very, very long. Uh, 
what is it that we need to do together with the uh, community as I'm a social partner? Mm. We need to sit down with them and make understand how important it is to protect those jobs. Just because I'm telling you in 2016, we've lost one of our biggest companies that were employed about 1,600 workers. Mm. Those workers are still at home. In 2019, we've lost about 900 workers, and those workers are still at home. We don't know how many now, but when you quantify, it will be around 2,500. The workers that are not at work today, and if the community of Mandeni cannot understand that and digest that reality that uh, they are destroying that they, their employment, what is it that we need to do? We need to sit down, all stakeholders around that area, and sit down with the community and make them understand moving forward that it's your brother, it's your sister, it's your cousin, and it's your neighbor that is working there. Mm. If you are destroying that uh, industrial area, your neighbor or your cousin or your sister will be losing employment. It's not that particular individual. Let's talk about the Kings Park. They are employing... Uh, 650 workers, those 650 workers, they are feeding about 3,000 what to so-called people in that community. And then can you imagine how much damage that uh, we've made out of looting and burning those companies down? That's a problem that we are facing. But if we do not start now and interact, let's engage with the community. Let's sit down. Let's understand and let the political leaders lead and just be able to tell the community if something is wrong, this is wrong, you cannot do this. That, that, that's what we need to do moving forward. Just because if we're not, that will be a ghost area soon. Mm. There will be no investors who would like to just go to a, a, a kind of an area like that, that there will be no stability. That's a problem that we are facing. And you know, Baba, you know, when you show it like that, uh, I guess there are many other comparable industrial estates, not just in the province of KZN, that have faced the same type of investor flight. If you go to, you know, uh, parts of the Eastern Cape, if you go to, you know, the former homelands around the Northwest and other parts, uh, much similar to, to you know, Istebe, Lapamandin, uh, where, you know, people have ostensibly, I guess, exited the space for all manner of reasons. But I think in the contemporary period, uh, it is this idea that, you know, whatever conflict that might arise at a community level is about then torching this type of industrial infrastructure. I mean, one of the things we heard today was that there, there still remain a lot of empty factories there uh, that remain underutilized. Um, any ideas on your end? I mean, uh, we know you as to you, you, you've also as a union run your own factories at some stage, you know, through Seattle. Uh, any scope for you guys to also, I guess, go in uh, and, and run a worker or community or socially owned type of textile operation in that part of the world? No, 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 not really in Mandeni, DDD and the sure. TCI. Okay. Those were the exemplar of our company. We are still managing those properties and then they are doing very well. Mm. But... Uh, and, 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 I mean... I guess the other dimension now is what then becomes your role as a trade union in the rebuilding efforts. Um, I mean, we've seen the devastation, uh, you know, the burnt out factories, broken glass, 
you know, burnt machinery, in some cases the machinery looted and disposed of, uh, you know, in all manner of ways. What becomes the role of uh, yourselves as a trade union and by extension many of your members in the reconstruction efforts that are underway and uh, what, what support are you going to lend to that? But, but, but let, let's say what is the role of all stakeholders. Okay. Yeah. It cannot be so, in isolation. So let's maybe do this. Let, let's do, and, what yes. is the role of government What, what, what and, is and it employer? that we are saying now mm. is to bring the sense of belonging and then let the people of South Africa, we know that uh, for so long they were isolated in terms of the economy. They cannot identify themselves in the economy that... Uh, we are producing at present. It says that your majority of your blacks are out of what is so-called the economy. They are the consumers. How are you going to bring in, if we do not disrupt the status quo, we are going to face this problem. Bad as it is, but it's a, a signal to tell our own government to say that when we are rebuilding and reinvesting in this economy, Let's have an inclusive kind of an economy so that everyone will be able to identify him or herself that uh, this is my own company. Even if I'm working on it, but I just own it in some mm. other way or form. That's what mm. we are looking at. Sure. And we know when they are banning it, when, you spoke, when we spoke with them on Thursday, they, it was they've done something good. And you can listen that uh, no, 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 this thing is for fundamentals for whoever. And they do not understand that uh, it provides food for them. That's, that's why we say that uh, we need to have an inclusive kind of an economy. Let's bring every role player in it. Let a black person be involved in this economy. Mm, mm. And, and do you get a sense that the other social partners are open to that? Uh, they're open to this uh, ownership model where that effectively gives, as you rightfully say, the community a stake in this thing so that they you know, have an interest in defending it as their own thing. Uh, is there an interest on the other side of the table to, to entertain that type of uh, suggestion? It's still early days, but I think that there are signs there that uh, they are prepared to sit down and listen to us. We are going to have a first meeting on Wednesday we believe that they will just run this through to them and then so that they will understand what is it that we want out of this economy. But by the vision of that they've accepted that meeting, we are going to sit down. We believe that that's a good start moving forward. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe just the last one, uh, uh, Babu Zute, before we let you go. Um, I mean, I'm quite interested to hear from you just, uh, you know, the, the role that potentially an institution, you know, there, there would be a NEDLAC at a national level. Yes. But do we need that type of institutionalized social dialogue platform for different social partners rather than just having it as a committee or having it as a MBIZO? Should we be creating things that are enduring structures where at a district or even at a municipal level, there's a structure where you get this, the civic or community organization, the trade unions, the government uh, as represented by the local administration, and of course, you know, the different chambers and bodies that represent organized business. Thank you very much. Uh, one, you need to go away from Netflix. I, I think Umbuza Ngubuza, Baba, is should we be creating similar structures at a local level? No, no, I'm sorry, okay, no. Yes. We, we, we do, we, we, we need that, we need that. That will be able to 
Really appreciate you, that you could take time out to speak to us, Angbong Azwit. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That there was uh, uh, the uh, provincial secretary of the South African, uh, Southern African, I should say, Clothing and Textile Workers Union, SACTU, and uh, yeah, Ubaba Umbaliezwe Ngumalo Azwit. They're speaking to us uh, this evening for our Shop Stewards Corner.